What's going on, everybody? Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and feature titan today, Mark Yield. Mark, thanks so much for taking the time. I'm super excited. Greg, I'm super excited as well. Thank you for the opportunity to talk with you and with all the viewers about some of the things that have led me to where I am. Love it. This is great. And we're going to do a deep dive really for everybody out there to get to know you um, as a man, as a professional, and really go through the whole night. So I'm super, super excited. So uh, if everybody's ready out there and Mark, you're ready, let's just jump in. Let's do it. Uh, so I guess let's go into the first question. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself. So I work for the best builder in the most exciting new home community in Colorado Springs. Love it. We're St. Alvin Homes out at Orson Ranch. Okay. Been out here for a little over uh, a little over six years, going into my seventh year. Um, that's an eternity in the in the new home business. So I don't think there's probably anybody else in the state that can say they've worked for the same builder in the same community for anywhere near that long. Get out of here! So. Yeah, and so with Saint Aubin, we are in a beautiful home right now. Saint Aubin Home. This is awesome. So great backdrop for your episode. So just wanted to give a shout out there for sure. So uh, I moved here to Colorado Springs in '84. Okay. Um, I was 11, just going into sixth grade. Wow. So I went to District 20 schools, graduated from Air Academy, uh, went to University of Colorado, Colorado Springs. Love it. So a degree from UCCS in marketing and finance. Okay. Uh, with a minor in French. Wow. Wee <laughs> wee, oui, oui, everyone. Bonjour so, if you're there. Um, moved here with my, with my parents, of course. My dad was in the Air Force. Okay. So he ended up retiring while we were here. So I've been here since 84. Hmm. Um, Mostly, yeah. So I got married in 2000, okay, um, and then in 2000 moved away to the northern Virginia, outside oh, wow. the DC area. Okay, I uh, went there for work. Um, was there for a couple of years. Then in Charlotte, North Carolina, from 2002 to 2007. Okay, and then 2007 moved back here to Colorado Springs, and mm. at this point I intend to stay here. It's just an amazing community. Mm. Um, I was grateful for the opportunity because I thought that I didn't want to be here anymore. Okay, and. Having gotten the chance to go live in a couple other places, I realized how special this place really is. Wow! And obviously, you're seeing different locations, and then coming back—that's a testament to, you know, your devotion and love for the city, uh, which speaks volumes. I, I do want to go into the uh, the deeper side for for business for everybody out there uh, in your background. So, why real estate? What got you into the business in the first place, Mark? And, and you know, kind of what was your path to where you are today? Well, I mean, I've been in sales. As long as you've been in sales, okay. So, which is to say, um, when I was in third grade, I was knocking on doors selling greeting cards. Yes, a fellow entrepreneur (laughs) out here, everybody. They do exist. This is great for commissions of a a dollar a box. You know, on a three dollar ninety five cent or four dollar ninety five cent sale. So, and and you did the chocolate bars. Oh yeah, yeah. So I I did those too, but those are usually for like a school fundraiser. Sure. But the 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 greeting cards were. That was my own thing. So you know, next level, everybody. <laughs> this is great. This started is great. started back in in third grade. If there's a if there's a sales trainer or sales author, I've probably read their book. Wow, I've probably been to their seminar or both. Okay, um, uh, and so I've studied. That's probably me. Oh, you're you're good. It's live, everybody. You know, he's a busy man. This happens. That's my, uh, <laughs> that's my alarm to check on my little one after school. <laughs> okay, a, a big portion of life, which I'm sure we'll get to, everybody. Uh, so I'm sorry. Keep going. But so I've been in sales okay. my whole life. 
Um, after I graduated from college, I was working on sales and telecommunications, but before that, while I was in college, I spent uh, four years working for a commercial real estate developer wow. and building owner here in Colorado Springs. So okay. I was very young. Hmm. I wasn't paid very well, but it was a huge educational opportunity. Love it. I got to do, they would let me do whatever I wanted to. So hmm. I didn't pay me anymore, but I mean, I managed a couple of buildings downtown. Um, there were at one point building some townhomes. I got to be part of the construction management of that. Wow. Um, leased properties, wrote leases, did all kinds of things that you wouldn't think a, a college student might get the chance to do. Hmm. But um, it was more of an education really than my actual degree and wow. gave me a real foundation in business and in sales and in real estate at that time. Love it. So then I went into the telecommunications business. I went back and forth between sales and sales management and marketing mm -hmm. jobs um, within, sometimes within the same company, moved companies a couple of times. I set a goal at one point to be a VP by age 30. Wow. Uh, Lofty goal, Mark. Su super important, right? And then, yeah. you know, you get this business card, you know, Mark Ewell, you know, regional VP, and it's like, okay, this really isn't as much fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what it's all cracked as up I, to be. As I had thought it would be, you know? And yeah. um, you're still living the cubicle life, wow. you know? I was traveling all the time. Okay. You know, I traveled from D.C. to Miami to, um, you know, Mississippi, New Orleans. Um, you know, I had, you know, salespeople and, you know, sales managers working all over, and I felt like I wasn't home. I wasn't spending time with my family. Oh, and I had met that, quote, goal, unquote, mm -hmm. but I wasn't really fulfilling my whys, okay. the things that were really important to me. Okay. We'll talk more about that in a minute. For sure, for sure. So after that point, you hit the goal, right? Uh, VP position, you're there. What was the transition kind of into real estate? I mean, what, what was that like? So to skip ahead a little bit, yeah. um, in 2013, okay. um, I was looking for work, and a friend of mine that I had worked with actually had a few different previous companies. Um, he'd worked for me, he and I worked side by side, a couple different places. He called me up and said, hey, Ewell, I'm working for St. Aubin. Um, they've been looking for somebody for this job on Orson Ranch. They can't find the right person. I think I can get you an interview. Wow. And I thought, well, it's not what I saw myself doing, okay. but I needed a job. Right. And ended up in just this, it was an amazing company, hmm. amazing opportunity. Okay. I mean, we build great homes. You know, Mr. St. Aubin started this company because he believed he could build a home that had in it the features and options that people really wanted mm -hmm. at a great price and still make it affordable. Wow. And here at Lorson Ranch, this has been, this was our first community we started building in. We're now in our 10th year. Um, wow. I've been here for a little over six of those years. Unreal. And um, the investment that they make in you, the investment they make here at Lorson Ranch is, I'm enormously grateful for it every day. And I, I, I want to kind of inject into that. And just so everybody knows, but before we went live, uh, we were you know riding around in, in Mark's car, and, and we were just kind of casing a location, and we ended up shooting here. But um, you know, you got a phone call. Won't mention any details, but true professional. I mean, just your engagement with the consumer and just your knowledge base is, is through the roof. It was a pleasure, you know, just kind of hearing yeah. in and listening to the man in action. Got to go um, a live sales call. Yeah, it was great. It was really so. cool. So, um, not not to digress, but uh, okay. So you you've had that progression in your career and great success into it, and and. With that great success, obviously there, there's lots of give and take, and, but what I think people really want to know and understand is 
what really motivates you, what drives you. Um, so the, the next question is what's your why, right? I mean, what gets you out of bed in the morning? What excites you to do what you do to the level you do it at? So, and as, as you know, I got my notes here for our conversation today. I was yes. preparing for this. I'm gonna ask you to let me slide that question a little bit later into our conversation. Let's do I got it. Some, I got some stuff I wanna share with you and with the folks that are listening that I think is gonna fit better just a little bit later on. Love it, let's do that. So we're gonna pause that everybody. So the why is there, we're just gonna move it along. So let's go into the, the next question, which is the advisory portion, right? So this is a crowd pleaser. A lot of the fans um, and supporters of this particular show and series, they, they wanna know what the Titans are doing to grow their business, right? What they've really done um, you know, to accelerate what their life is on a career standpoint. So Mark, if you could look back at your career thus far, and pick or choose one or two things that you added to your business that took it from one level to the next. What's that look like for you? I got some very early advice when I started this job. It was actually, believe it or not, it was from one of my competitors. Okay. Um, uh, who came over and sat down in my office and we were shooting the breeze for an hour or so. Mm -hmm. And he gave me some legitimate advice that I've since given out to others and will give to you and to sure. all of us who are listening today. And it isn't like rocket surgery. It's okay. It's super simple, but um, when you talk to an agent, mm -hmm. when you're done talking to them, you put them in your phone, you make a couple notes on you know, maybe who they are, why you talk to them, mm -hmm. and so take care of your agents. They're the ones who can bring you repeat business. Because as a new home builder, I can only sell a home to one buyer, mm -hmm. but an agent can bring me buyers over and over again. So if I take care of them, if I build good relationships with them, mm -hmm. I've got many um, agents that I'm very fortunate to have relationships with that bring me multiple buyers you know, each year and that has made it possible for us to build Lorson Ranch the way that we have. I can safely say that without that repeat business from agents, we would not have what we have here today. I, I think that's, that's huge advice. Obviously anybody uh, directly into the field that you're speaking of too, if you're looking at anybody out on a broader scope, really when you meet somebody, taking that in and treating every single person in your life that comes into it from a client basis standpoint with the highest level of respect, um, really managing those expectations and putting that into your phone and documenting them and treating them well, that's, that transitions everybody. That's great advice for, for any business or any sales position that you may be in. And part two of that is actually the hard part, by okay. the way. All right, here we go, we're getting into the meat. So this is, this is, my, own, this is my own addition, but you'd be, you wouldn't be surprised, I'd say you'd be surprised, but you won't be surprised. How many people don't get this or don't do it? Sure. You've got to answer the phone. There's a concept, right? No, but seriously. Yeah. I mean, how many times have you called somebody and, and not been able to reach them? They don't call you, they don't call you back. And I mean, you can't reach me all the time. You can't reach me right now. Right. Uh, but, you know, I'll return those calls and text messages when we get done. Sure. Um, the agents, that, especially the ones that I do business with a lot, they know they can call me anytime. And many mm. of them do. Wow, right. <laughs> and, you know, if I can't answer the phone, I will, and if I can't answer it, I, you'll get that little text message automatic from me that says, hey, I can't answer the phone right now, but if you text me, I might be able to respond. Hmm. But I really try to be responsive, and I'm okay. not 100% at it, I, I don't think anybody is, right. but answer the phone hmm. is probably the single biggest tip I could give to anyone in this business. Unreal, and, and like you said, so simple, and, and you almost think that it's common sense, but 
I don't think common sense really is that common. Yeah. And I, anybody out there who is saying to themselves, oh shoot, that is me, and I don't answer my phone as much as I should, just listen to this man. He's telling you exactly what's needed to be done to have that success, and it's so simple. Take the time, pick up the phone, don't let it go to voicemail. That's huge. It's really great stuff. Um, any other thoughts or anything, or you wanna let's, keep moving? Let's keep sliding. Okay, cool, so this one ends up being the tricky part of this particular interview, and everybody out there who is a fan and, and an advocate of this series, it's the tricky part, it's a challenge question. But it really opens people up to who you are as a person, as a professional. We all deal with challenges. No one's exempt, whether it's in the past, now, or into the future. Uh, but it's not so much whether they're personal or business challenges. What happens is that how we overcome them, I think, and what we learn from them. Uh, so Mark, if you're comfortable sharing a challenge with everybody that you dealt with, came stronger because of it, what's that look like for you? So I'm gonna share one with you, Greg, that's a, a, a pretty serious one in my life, and okay. it's not one I've seen some of the episodes you know, that you've put on and sure. really enjoyed you know, some of the conversations you've had with some, oh, of, the, some of the great uh, leaders, not only in our community, but you know, some of the ones that you've reached out to in other communities as sure. well. But um, sometimes they talk about stuff, and like uh, you as an example, not to pick on you, but no, just yeah. because you're the, the closest person here, sure. you talked about some medical issues. Oh, yeah. You didn't create those in your life. Nope. They you know, appeared and you, you know, had the opportunity to deal with them in whatever way was empowering to you, but you know, when you, you wake up in the morning and go look in the mirror, you say, you know, why is this happening to me? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, when I was growing up, all I ever wanted to be in life was a businessman, a husband, and a father. Okay. And um, in the mid-2000s, mm -hmm. I was failing at that. Wow. I had no job. I wasn't taking care of my family. Okay. I wasn't doing a good job in any of those three important things in my life. I mean... When your wife packs up the kids and takes them to her parents' house, not because she doesn't like you, right. but because they have diapers, wow, and you can't go to the store to buy diapers mm. for your kid, you're failing. There's no other way to put it. Wow. And so, you know, I don't, when I go drag myself to the mirror in the morning, mm -hmm. I don't say, you know, why me? I'm looking at the person. Who's responsible sure. for that? I mean, it's my job to take care of my family. It's my job to be, you know, the husband and the father, you know, that I wanted to be and to have a job. Right. <laughs> you know. Sure. I mean, and ultimately ended up. We moved back here in 2007. Um, uh, ended up uh, getting separated in 2009. Okay. Uh, ended up being divorced. Um, and to skip ahead, just sure. to very quickly touch on this because oh, we yeah. didn't get it earlier. Sure. Um, I'm in an amazing relationship right now uh, with a beautiful woman named Casey. She's oh, my best friend, my life partner. Um, we've been together a little over two years. Congrats! Um, That's we, great. We met Shout in, out to Casey if, right, if you're hey, watching or listening. Um, we met in New York City. So you guys fell in love in New York City. She and I actually yes. met in New York City. So. Yeah, how do you, well, and I, I want to pick that back up, but yes. you mentioned New York. And I know that you just got back from a trip in, in for our discussion. I think it's just super interesting for everybody. You're a very active person, um, constantly moving, doing the incline, things like that, but you just took on a challenge, right? Right, and I just got back from the, the Empire State Building race up the stairs to the Empire State Building. Wow. Um, so I, in my spare time. Sure. <laughs> the little I, time he right, has, he, sure. he's climbing, you know, mountains Tra and Traveling buildings. the country, racing up the stairs and tall buildings, and oh. um, at the Empire State Building race in 2017, I met Casey. Okay. Uh, so she and I met in New York City, we fell in love in Vegas. 
Uh, she moved out here from California in 2017. I love it. So we've been together for a little over two years. That's but great. But coming back to the, the challenge, I yeah. mean, in, in that time, I was, I mean, I, you know, I was feeling financially, I was feeling as, as I felt like I was feeling as a husband and a father. I mean, you can't sure. say, you know, hey, you lost your job and you got divorced and say that that was a success story. Sure. Right? I mean, you can learn from it, you can turn it into something better in your life, and I believe right. I've done that. But at the time, that was, you know, that was my reality, and it was a reality I was responsible for creating. Mm -hmm. And having come through that, I mean, been what felt to me like the the lowest of the low that you could get, mm -hmm. um, you know, to where I'm fortunate enough to be today, has really given me, I think, a very important empathy and understanding for a lot of the young families and young buyers that I work with. Okay. And I'll tell you another story. Yeah. Um, a month or so ago, I had a, a client who was under contract to buy a home here. Okay. Through an agent that I do multiple transactions with. Somebody, I mean, I want to keep everybody happy. Right. But, you know, the people that you know, I do multiple transactions, I really, you know, if they need a little extra help, I want to make sure that they get that from me. And, you know, this guy called me and said, hey, my, my buyer's thinking of backing out. Can you see if you can help him, you know, uh -huh. encourage him to, to stay with this transaction? Hmm. And so the client came over, met with me in my office. And I said, oh, great, you know, let's talk. Come up in here in the kitchen. I grab my laptop and I grab a pad. Okay. And we sat right here where you're sitting today. And I had my pad out. I was going to do a little Ben Franklin. You mm -hmm. know, and he said, okay, well, let's write down the, all the reasons why, you know, this is a good idea for you. And we'll write down a few, you know, that maybe this, why, mm -hmm. you know, you think this isn't going to work. And let's, you know, see if we can make a good decision. Sure. Right? And I sat with the guy for five minutes and I put a couple things on paper and I looked at him and I said, this isn't a good idea for you right now. And he said, I'm, I'm so glad you didn't say that. And I said, I don't think you needed me to say it. And you knew that, but um, I'd love to see you back here in, in six months or a year when things are right. Um, I think we are still gonna have a great home for you and your family, Sure. but this would be a bad idea. And we shook hands and he went off a different direction and I went to sleep that night. <laughs> well, but I mean, that to me, a beautiful story. And I, I know that there's certain individuals that, that feel that, um, that honesty, that integrity, it's, it's a part of your character. Um, it's not just a sale, it's not just a transaction, these are people. And obviously the success that you've had in your career thus far and continue to is because of, in my opinion, that character, uh, that moral compass and honesty to, to do what's right for everybody involved. Um, and I think that's great. Not everybody would do that, Mark. And, and it's just a sad reality in the situation. And that's why, you know, amongst many reasons I consider you a Titan, um, is because of stuff like that. So I, I'm, I'm glad. And hopefully that ring true to everybody out there who's watching or listening. That, that was great. Thanks, Greg. Great story for sure. So that's, that's okay. one of my challenges. And I'm, I really feel a lot of gratitude for that in my life because it was really, really hard. And there were a lot of, rough days and rough nights, okay. but the person I am today is so much of a better person than I was I love that. in those years. It's, it's something that we never wish upon anybody or ourselves to go through pain and struggle with family, finance, however we're going through it, um, but obviously look at who you are today, and you know, not to say that you had to go through that, but you came out and you're a better man for it. And I think that that's really the message for everybody out there. If you're going through something similar or have pains or struggles, just know that you can overcome it. I mean, you're a testament to yeah. that. So many of the Titans are testaments to that. So we all have struggles. You want to just keep moving forward, be positive. 
Uh, but thanks for sharing that, Mark, because it's not easy to air your stuff out in front of everybody. So I appreciate that for sure, and I know everybody else does. Uh, let's move on to the, the next one. It's actually my favorite question, mm -hmm. and uh, it's a little bit softer than, than that one. It's the uh, travel back in time. So if you could travel back in time and give your younger self a piece of advice or two, any age range, any time frame, mm -hmm. what would you say to young Mark? So a few things probably. Okay. First of all, I would definitely get into real estate earlier. There we go. For sure. I mean, I had opportunities when I was younger, mm. and I was scared. Okay. I mean, it's scary to think of, you know, whether or not you're going to be able to, you know, get a paycheck next month based on what you do entirely this month. And so mm. I went down the corporate sales route, you know, where I had a base salary and I had benefits and, sure. you know, commission opportunity, and I thought that was right mix it ended up being I mean I wasn't happy there. I mean I wasn't ever happy sure but I felt like I had some measure of security and I and I did I mean there were plenty of times I, I didn't have a job or it was between jobs okay. you know either for things that were my fault or things that weren't my fault I mean mm -hmm. I worked for a company that I did amazing things for and they went bankrupt gosh you know so that wasn't uh, it, it wasn't the the safety net mm. that I had anticipated it being and I think if I had just said, you know what, I'm just going to get into real estate, you know, when I was 20, mm -hmm. instead of, you know, when I was 40, sure. my life would be completely different. Wow. Um, so I would definitely do that. Okay. Um, I would say to my younger self, set bigger goals. Mm -hmm. And I would say to you, set bigger goals, whatever they are. And you mentioned in your books, the Grant Cardone, oh, yeah. the 10X, he's big into that. And there's, that's one of those books that you take parts out of it that are good and you take and you leave the parts that don't work for you. And that's okay. That really applies to any of them. I agree. Uh, but one of the best things he says is, you know, set bigger goals and then, oh, guess what? You're going to have to work harder. He doesn't, he doesn't lie to you. He doesn't say, if you set really big goals, you won't have to work as hard for them. He's like, you're going to have to work 10 times as hard right. as you think you're going to have to work in order to be successful. Sure. And that's, that's really true. I mean, you said your thing about, you know, being a, a 17 year overnight success. And yeah. I've got a little quote, I'm going to skip my quotes, yeah, yeah. Um, that I made up myself. But, you know, the average overnight success takes 20 years of hard work. Love it. <laughs> Love this. This is so, huge. This is great stuff. Right, right down with therapy. So you say you, you're three years ahead of schedule. So. Yeah, yeah. You, you try <laughs> anyway, right? So, uh, nice, but nice I, so I, think, I think that's really good, though. And that's so far, and obviously it will be more, I'm sure, but the advice that you're going through, um, that's takeaways for everybody involved. That's not just, you know, young Mark. That's everybody right. who's watching or listening, myself included. I think this is great so far. Um, any and, other? And, 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 the, and the real one, this is the one I promised at the beginning. Oh yeah, that's right. Here that's is the right. secret of life in two words, um, and uh, this distills down uh, all the sum of, of human knowledge of into into two words, and it's this: hmm. gratitude and responsibility. Wow. Uh, gratitude for what you are already receiving and for what you hope to receive. Okay. And responsibility for everything in your life, whether it's what you want, and especially if. Your life is not exactly what you want right now. Sure. Taking responsibility for every part of that. Wow. You know, if you didn't drive here in the car you wanted to be driving in, you're responsible for that. If sure. you did drive here in the car you wanted to be driving in, then you're responsible for that. Hmm. Um, and the more gratitude you show for everything that you get, even the things that don't seem like you want to be grateful for them right now, hmm. but find a way find some way to convince yourself to be grateful for, you know, this challenge. You know, I've got a, a tough buyer right now that's, sure. that's really, um, you know, 
hard to keep happy, and I'm, I'm worried in my back of my head. I say, what I really don't want is for them to close on this house and then still be unhappy, and right. then be an unhappy thorn in not just my side because I've got plenty of room on my side for thorns if sure. I need them, but I don't want them, you know, for the people that you know, are out of the field for my construction team, for my warranty mm -hmm. team, for the people at the office. I don't want them to, you know, end up wondering you well why did you you know mm. do this transaction with somebody that's you know going to be unhappy and so i'm saying to myself okay for me in this position or for mm -hmm. my company you know they're looking at a whole bunch of houses but for this buyer they have one house wow it's important to them it's mm -hmm. important for them to these things to be right and so i say to myself as an example i'm grateful for the opportunity to remember the importance of an individual house and individual buyer. Hmm. I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity to remember that it's important for me to take care of things far enough in advance they don't end up with the last couple of weeks causing causing trouble. Uh, you know, um, and I'm responsible for making sure that their experience is good. Hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm the customer experience to the buyer for ninety percent of the transaction. They interface with our construction team. At the very end, they interface with the warranty team after closing, mm. but I'm 90% of that wow. that buyer experience. And if I don't create the experience, if they're not getting the experience they should be getting, sure. then I'm responsible for not having created the experience correctly. Wow. So those are things that, that I think about in terms of gratitude and responsibility. And if you, if you wake up every day and you're grateful for your job, you're grateful for the opportunity you know, to come out here and talk to me or talk to others you're yeah. talking to, you're grateful for the opportunity to pick up the phone and make 10 cold calls to agents that, believe it or not, don't know who Greg Fowler is yet. Sure. <laughs> What's wrong with them? Come on. So, you know, um, to, to grow your real business because, you know, we're not getting paid here, you know, for, for what we're doing here today. Sure. Um, then if you bring that gratitude to what you do, then it will pay off in, in amazing ways. And I'm going to skip ahead to one other quote. Conan, oh, yeah. Conan O'Brien when he was on a very short stint on The Tonight Show. Okay. Um, on his last show, he did a bit, I'm gonna ask you to link this. Okay, yeah, I will. In the thing, I'm gonna give you mm -hmm. two links, and this is one of them. Cool. One of them is for his his last speech on The Tonight Show, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna reference my notes okay. here, because yeah. I don't wanna get it uh, wrong. No, you're good, that, that's what these are here for, that's so great. But he says, uh, um, do not be cynical, Nobody in life gets exactly what they thought they were going to get. But if you work really hard and you're kind, amazing things will happen. Hmm. Wow. And, you know, you, you've got to have, I mean, he took total responsibility for, you know, his getting pushed out of there. That, right. was his, that was his thing. And he was extremely grateful. And you, if you listen to the whole thing, hmm. the, the gratitude he has for the opportunity is so sincere. Um, I've actually got it recorded on a little MP3, and I sent it as listed from the car oh, on, on the way to work. Love it. But he um, is a great example there. But gratitude and responsibility, that's your secret of life in two yeah. words. He, he was not lying, everybody. That was not hype or clickbait. That's the truth right there, Mark. Gratitude, gratitude and responsibility. Ah, that is so good. So. That, that is great, great stuff. And, and huge advice all the way through. And um, I think there's so much rich content and takeaways for everybody. So hopefully you're enjoying this. I know that I am so far. I did want to... Um, to go back because we did skip over the why. Yes. So is now in our right time? This is the, perfect. Okay, so let, let's do that. So what is your why, Mark? I mean, what drives you? What motivates you? So when I was preparing for this program today, sure. I was looking back at some of my notes 
and I ran across an old goal sheet I put together. Mm. And it wasn't what I was looking for, but it came up and I, I thought, oh, I'll look at it. Because sometimes it's interesting to look back at your old goals. Yeah. And this is what I did in, in August of 2012. Okay. So in 2011 or 2012, I worked for a communications company mm. here in Colorado Springs in a sales role. Okay. And 2011 was a great year. I was the number one salesperson in the state. Wow. Um, and then 2012 was not nearly as good. And I found myself in August, you know, looking at you know whether or not I was even going to have my job at the end wow. of the year. And so I sat down and I wrote out this goal sheet. And at the time, I used this format okay. where I write down first, you know, what's the outcome? What are the results you're looking for, right? When mm -hmm. I say you want to start a goal, right? What are you, what are you trying to do? I and mean, you got to write it down, right? Yeah. So, and I set a big goal. I wasn't just, oh, I was going to keep my job or I was mm -hmm. going to, you know, sell a 100% quarter for the next three months. But, you know, I was going to not only blow it out for the end of the year, but I was going to make up for the whole beginning of the year and end up, you know, going to President's Club and, you know, getting the, you know, the sales award at the end of the year. And that was set a big goal here. And so I, I wrote that down very clear. And then the next step is to write down the whys. Okay. And so I wrote just very detailed. It's been a lot of time on this, but okay. a whole page of, of all these different whys. Really, what, what is it going to mean to me hmm. to accomplish this goal? What's it going to actually do in my life and my family's life when I, when I achieve this? Hmm. And then you go through into the house, you know, what are the things I could do, not necessarily like a requirement. It's like, oh, you know, people say oh, I'm gonna lose weight first thing, well, I'm gonna go to the gym every morning at six AM and then, you know, three days in they oversleep and at six thirty and like, Oh, I failed and they quit. Well yep, it's not about done. going to the gym every day, it's about getting the results. So this was you know, things that I could do, right? Sure. And so uh, and I'm gonna skip ahead. Yeah. For the sake of time. Sure. And I didn't do it. I lost the job. And there's a whole other story there we can okay. take another 20 minutes, which we won't. Episode 2.0, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll catch that some other time. No, 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 but, I appreciate that. But I didn't get that goal. I ended up losing the job. That was at the end of 2012. Went and did some consulting. Ended up getting the call from my buddy Steve. Ended up here at St. Alvin. Ended up being a great thing. But I looked back at that sheet, and I, I pulled this out because I printed it. Oh, yeah, I, this yeah I love it, love it. This is... This is all the whys. Everything in green, I got. I, so I, I just want to make sure everybody sees that. So everything in green, everything you in green, got, I got. Everything okay. in yellow, I got in a different way, maybe not exactly as I wrote it down on okay. here, but in a way that I could say to you, yeah, I wrote it this way, but I got it this way. And you'd say, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. And the orange I didn't get. Okay. Um, so that's two um, of the things in this list. And it really made me completely, as a result, this is my my huge gratitude to you for this program, it really made me completely rethink my goals because I would have told you beforehand, the goal, the target is, you know, whatever, selling 200 houses this year sure. or, you know, um, making a certain amount of money or buying the car, that's the goal, right? And then the whys or, you know, I want to take care of my family and I want to, you know, go on vacation and I want to buy a new house and, and these things, those are the whys. And sure. The hows might be the track or the road that you're going to, you know, drive mm -hmm. on to get there. Right? So the whys are the engine. I would have said that a month ago. Sure. Or the like the whys are the engine that drives you to the goal. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's true anymore. Interesting. All right, you got to share. You got you got to tell us. The whys are the goal, Greg. If you, I, I don't know what the right numbers are for your business, sure, but you sure. sell a thousand title orders right. this year, and because you said and you said, I want to buy a new home for my family, I want to take my family on vacation, sure. and I want to you know, go on an amazing you know, three-day weekend retreat mm -hmm. with my wife, and you sell a thousand title orders and you don't do those things, Greg, did you meet your goal? 
Yeah. And I would tell you the whys aren't the engine, the whys are the goal. Wow. I love that. Yeah, I don't think I've ever, you know, heard that or had that broken down that way before. I mean And if you believe enough in what those whys are, then the engine doesn't matter, the vehicle doesn't matter. And I was very blessed to have the opportunity to land here at St. Alvin Homes and to do the things I did. Um, there's another sheet or one more yeah, um, example. This is my sales report that I keep track of where okay. I keep track of my sales every month Sure. Um, since I've started here. Mm-hmm. And if you were to see it on my computer screen, you see there's one number in red. I've highlighted it in yellow here. It okay. doesn't, doesn't really matter. It's right in the middle. It's a, <laughs> it's a one right in the middle. It was in August of 2015 when I sold one house. Okay. And on September 1st, 2015, uh, Mr. St. Alvin's business partner came into the model mm. to check on me. Sure. And he says, Hey, you all, you know, how many houses did you sell last week? I said, One. He says, How many houses did you sell last month? I said, One. Mm. He said, I don't think I can get you more than another month here if that doesn't, oh, wow. that doesn't change. And, uh, and he was right. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think I was doing anything wrong or didn't think there was anything more I could do, but I, the rest of this is a whole big story, but I look sure. at this every time I pull up my sales report because I want to remember, I could be back there anytime. Right. You know, if I, um, if I fail to take that responsibility, you know, for the things that are, for the things that are important. And so one of my whys is, I hate losing, Greg. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great why. I think there's I, a lot of commonality I, there, I, right? I really do. Yeah. Uh, and actually that, that, also come from Mr. St. Alvin, I was in his office you know, mm-hmm. just probably last year, and he said, he said, Mark, he says, I love winning, mm-hmm. but I hate losing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure, yeah, I mean, you really look at it that way. I, I think that's, that's a, to me, a healthy way to really respond to, to something like that, so, personally. But, I mean, and if you were to look at this list in detail, I mean, we're not going to do it on, on sure. the show, but you and I could look at it later. <laughs> that would, that would be, that right, would be an episode right, right there, there, for sure, but, yeah. Um, a lot of those things are family things. You know, um, okay. buying a house. You know that my that my kids can grow up in. Sure. Um, taking care of my helping my son with college. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, paying loans back to my to my mom and my brother that helped me out when things were sure. You know, when, when things were in bad shape. Um, you know, a lot of the family things that mm-hmm. are on here are important. Taking my daughter to Disneyland or Disney World. Oh, I love it. Um, at the time, so the wise are. Are the most important thing. It's, it's a lot of family thing for me. Sure. Um, this summer, I'm going to take my family on another great vacation that I've been really looking forward to for a long time. It's hard to get vacations in this job. Okay. And so, um, I'm actually going to be, you know, really, really on vacation for a week. Um, wow. And that's Rare. Going to be, that's going to be really tough. So, hmm. me and my team are going to have a lot of prep work to do. Okay. Between now and then, because these three days I was just in New York City, I was on the phone all the time. Wow. And I won't be able to answer my phone. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do a little work to make sure that that's possible, wow. and that you know the buyers and the agents continue to get the, the service they need. Hmm. But you know, I, I love that, and, and you mentioned you know it's it's very hard to detach, and there's so many moving parts and, and continuance, and there's consistency in nature of your business. And I just got this visual uh, of Mark, you know, running up the steps of the Empire State Building. 
on his phone <laughs> handling transactions. I mean, it's just it. There's devotion. There's consistency, and it's because you're passionate and you care, right? Uh, but there are important times in our lives where you got to unplug, you got to unwind, you have to take some time to recharge, and that's what you're doing. Um, and I think that more of us that are high producers, high, um, you know, thought leaders, it, it's really hard to detach. It's hard to step away, but it makes a big difference. It really does. There's a level of clarity, and I hope everybody can, you know, kind of soak that in and take some advice. If this man is taking some time <laughs> off, you can too. So that's right. there for sure. Um, so that was that was really good, and you know this is really really good stuff into it. I want to go into the next question, and this is the feeding of the mind. This is also a uh, crowd pleaser because everybody who's tuning into this particular series, they they want to know what the Titans are doing to feed their mind, really how they're growing intellectually with you know books they're reading or have read, podcasts you're listening to, or influencers or social media coaches. Mark, how are you feeding your mind? So great question. I like you. I'm not really a podcast guy. Okay. Um, I, I listen to books on tape in the car. I, sure. I drive about twenty five thousand miles a year. Wow. So we are kindred spirits. You, you probably do about that. Gosh, I yeah. I think I think it's uh, what was it? I think the highest uh, was thirty three thousand. Wow. Yeah. So, but I think I've got it down to about fifteen to seventeen thousand now. But it's still more than most. I think most is seven to twelve, maybe. Yeah. But any anyhow, it's certainly a lot of a lot of agents do a lot of a lot of windshield time. Sure. But uh, so I listen to books on tape, usually in the car, Audible. Okay, I love it. I like to do either, you know, for those, I don't usually do fiction. It's usually like either a biography or mm -hmm. some kind of like productivity book. Okay. Uh, at night, sometimes I read fiction. I'm doing a second reading of a book called The Grey House, which is uh, like an epic long novel. It was originally not written in English. I think it was written in Russian, translated to English. Wow. Um, really it's hard to describe and I'm not going to try. Okay, yeah. But that's a really good one. I'm going to link that in the comments, okay. so everybody stay tuned. Uh, book that, if you have not read, you would like to put on your list is called Principles by Ray Dalio. Okay, I have not. That's a that's a good one. Um, do for a second reading. Okay. Because I want to make some better notes on it than I did the first time. Love it. Um, he's also got uh, an Instagram where he basically posts up one of his little you know things like every day and so I get to you know, scroll oh, by and see that. that's great. But the book is really good. I listened to that one um, on audio, okay. and it was uh, it was definitely a, a worth a worth listening to. Yeah, I'm reading right now letters from a self-made merchant to his son, mm. which is a classic. Okay, um, by some you know Chicago meat packing house owner, you know, a hundred years ago. Wow. All these compiled letters, and I as I'm reading them, I'm kind of like absorbing them from like a few different angles because sometimes it feels like advice to me. Sure, you know that that he might be giving to me, and sometimes it feels like advice. I should be giving to my son, hmm. you know, or um, you know, there's just a couple different ways as you read it to oh, to approach it, and so as a, as a parent, you'll probably you know appreciate it from a couple different angles. As oh well. yeah, oh yeah. As far as other influencers, hmm. uh, like on Facebook and Instagram, I follow a lot of the people that you know you've had on here. Oh, wonderful! Um, you know the uh, real estate community. Okay, I was pretty active on Facebook, and yeah. so. I like to see what you know. Some of those folks are up to. Some of the people that you've had on here. Some of the same people that I look up to, and that I do a lot of business with. Love it. And like to know what they're doing and their ideas um, on Instagram. Uh, also, a lot of athletes. You know, some of the top athletes, both in running and also in stair climbing. Wow. So you know, see what my competition's up to. Yeah, that's right. Well, and we kind of mentioned it earlier, but you know, with the um, with the incline and then the challenge that you did in New York up the Empire State Building, that was on the news, which is pretty cool. So if you didn't catch that clip, take a look at that clip. It's pretty cool. Our own Mark here is featured on that. It's pretty awesome. 
So we, we can link that as well. Yeah, we will. I'll put that down below. And then, other, you know, people like you, um, Tony Robbins, you know, people that are posting on motivational quotes, um, you know, motivational information. Oh, well, thanks, Mark. Stuff yeah. that they, you know, give back. I mean, I see your stuff and I, you know, if I, if I, put, a, if I put a little like on it, that means not just that I saw it, okay, but that it actually meant something to me. Wow. And I, I'm cool. grateful for the, you know, that giving that you do to the community. It really means a lot. Thank you. Yeah, it's a, it's a passion of mine. And, and, and you know that. It's just one of those things where I think that you, you kind of get what you give. And I'm always trying to put positivity out into the world because there's so much negative nature. Um, and that's why this, to me, this show is so wonderful because you're learning from so many amazing professionals from different walks. And even though there, there can be negative tendencies in our lives, you guys' titans are so positive in nature and growing and scaling and inspiring. And hopefully this is doing a little part to, to continue that. So I appreciate you saying those kind words for sure. So but th those are the, the primary sources that okay. I'm looking at. Love it. And, and I, there's so many takeaways into that. As always, I'm going to link a lot of this in the comments down below so you can feed your mind the same way that this man is. Uh, Mark, this has been incredible. So many good takeaways, tons of knowledge and basis applied for everybody out there. I want to wrap everything up with a final question. This one ends up being the quote or the mantra mm -hmm. that sums you up as a man, a professional, something that you live by. What's that look like for you, Mark? So I got a few oh. to share with you, yeah, if, that, if that's okay. For sure. They, some of my just I like and they weren't really I would call one sum up but I sure. thought you'd still enjoy them yeah um, this one I don't even know who to attribute it to but uh, obsessed is just a word the lazy use to describe the dedicated wow yes that <laughs> is so good I love that that's a good one yeah um, Calvin from Calvin or Hobbes oh yeah classic yeah, right people think it must be fun to be a super genius but they don't realize how hard it is to put up with all the idiots in the world <laughs> <laughs> which is good showing the passion and humor which is important oh, that's so good so uh, we talked about uh, Conan O'Brien mm -hmm. um, King Solomon from Proverbs okay a little sleep a little slumber a little folding of the hands to rest and poverty will come on you like a bandit and scarcity like an armed man hmm. wow. so just a reminder because one of the things you talked about in your, in your episode which I love by the way was, was the work I mean, none of this, you know, is easy. Right. Not everything's hard. Some of it is simple. Mm -hmm. But there's a difference between simple and easy. And right. Some of it just takes work. Sure. And work takes time. Truly. And you know, you got to keep doing that. And so the one I'm actually going to end on okay. is from a book called Once a Runner. Mm -hmm. And it's a novel about a top collegiate runner who ends up competing um, at, uh, against a, a top international athlete, ultimately it's up going to the Olympics, which isn't really part of the story, but he has, okay. earlier in the book, he's at a party. Hmm. And this quote is kind of his inner monologue about conversations he's having at the party, and it's about running, but it's really about the same things you and I have been talking about this whole time. Okay. What was the secret they wanted to know? In a thousand different ways, they wanted to know the secret. And not one of them was prepared, truly prepared, to believe that it had not so much to do with chemicals and zippy mental tricks as with that most unprofound and sometimes heartburning process of removing molecule by molecule the very tough rubber that comprised the bottom of his training shoes. The trial of miles, miles of trials. How could they be expected to understand that? And, and sometimes that's it. It's the, you know, for running it's 
the you know it's wearing out the shoes for sale sometimes it's wearing out the shoes right <laughs> truly you know or the tires on your car right you know the phone you know but the work that we do is what ultimately is going to create the results that we receive I love that and that's that's so true I, I know that that's that's giving so many people chills and, and and it just it's right on point I think that everything that you mentioned throughout this entire episode not just those quotes but everything about your background and what's going on, it just sums you up so beautifully. And I, I feel that everybody out there, myself included, got a real deep understanding and dive on you. And it's beautiful, Mark. I, I want to thank you so much. Thank you. Greg. You're an official real estate titan, my friend. This is awesome. And everybody, thank you so much as always for your time and attention, your love and support. Um, if you like what we're doing here, real estate titans, please don't forget to like our Facebook page, subscribe to YouTube, um, Instagram, and take a look at us actually on audio file. If you're more into podcasting, uh, when it comes down to iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcast. Um, live every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location, and we'll catch everybody on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care.